0: Hello and welcome to episode 174 of the Codex Prime podcast for Wednesday, August 7, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? And the chat is live. We are live on Facebook. Who's the Um, first one? Who's the first one? You've got Brian Lopes and (laughs) Kyle Chatman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They are right there. Was that? What's that? Those? I used to, I actually recently showed my girl's daughter those commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she actually, remember how they did the white version of it? And they said, what are you doing? Yes, I remember those. So she was like yelling at her sister and it sounded just like that. And I just bugged out laughing. She's like, why are you laughing? What's so funny? So I showed her those commercials. Oh. And she didn't get it because <laughs> she was born in like 2007. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, uh, welcome to the chat, people. Um, you know, another another week of nerd goodness coming at you. Our main topic will be dream casting, uh, casting our uh, ima- casting our dream projects for future films in the, in the geek realm and other stuff. Uh, we'll also be offering our predictions for NXT Takeover Toronto and SummerSlam this coming weekend.
1: I got a bone to pick with you with those? Really? Yeah. Why? Who the fuck said? Where do we sign? Say handshake, saying like lose ass to eat pineapple pineapple pizza. I
0: I was just joking. I mean y'all can change the stipulation if you want. <laughs> I mean there's nothing wrong with pineapple pizza. For me it's a win win.
1: You're an asshole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta we gotta put something together. Like if we actually shake on a deal, I'll put together like a special Instagram video to show what the real stipulation is. I ain't shake on that shit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with pineapple pizza. You are a goddamn liar, and you know it, sir. <laughs>
0: nothing wrong with that at all. It's better than sex. Uh, let's we, talk about sir! our sponsor, Studio S- Regent Headphones. Sir! High quality, highly fashionable headphones, a 24-hour battery life, Bluetooth-capable studio-quality sound. Sir! All you have to do is go on studio.com, enter Codex Podcast to get 15, that's right, 15, percent off of your order and as always free shipping in the usa but sir
1: (laughs) (laughs) but sir i yeah yeah, the the (laughs) falseness of that statement is be you
0: know as much as i love pineapple pizza that is a very false statement
1: indeed you better redeem yourself by (laughs) saying that
0: but uh but but uh before we kick off the show proper we do have to begin with some sad news unfortunately um it was a very fucked up weekend. Um, our uh, our thoughts go out to the victims and survivors of the mass shooting terrorist attacks, both in El Paso, Texas, and in Dayton, Ohio.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, shout, and shout outs to King Ajai. He was de- deeply affected by uh, the, the shootings in El Paso as well. Mm. one of my um, fellow recurring cast members of Wrestling Is Trash podcast. So my thoughts are with you, buddy.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and also, uh, also uh, two high-profile uh, deaths uh, just this past week. Uh, first is the uh, l- wrestling legend Harley Race. Oh, yeah, he died last Thursday, August first, of lung cancer at the age of seventy-six. Uh, one of the all-time greats in professional wrestling history, eight-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, nineteen eighty-six King of the Ring, and for WWF. Uh, he was also inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2004, and he is one of six men to have been inducted in, into each of the WWE Hall of Fame, the NWA Hall of Fame, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, and the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame.
1: Isn't he also in the Cauliflower Club as well?
0: I believe so. The Cauliflower Alley Club? Club yeah. Yeah, I think so. I always call it that for short. Yeah. So yeah, man. You look up, you look up Harley Race, man. Look up his uh, his matches with Ric Flair, stuff of legend, and man, he's one of the toughest SOBs in wrestling history.
1: Yeah, did you actually hear about the story? I think they actually told this story on um, the Owen Hart tribute show, where Harley Race would actually have um, barbecues. Yeah. And then Owen pulled a prank, and then Harley Race showed up and tased Owen.
0: <laughs> yup. Yeah, that was. Yeah, listen, yeah. I was listening to the Solid Monster Sounds Off podcast, and he recounted that story too. Uh, just, just the, just the image of Harley Race like
1: shaking Owen's hand, Hart's hand with a taser, and then, yeah. wow. Another actual story too is like CM Punk. The Straight Edge doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do drugs or anything.
2: Yeah.
1: He actually took a shot out of respect for Harley Race. Wow. Oh, that's real yeah uh, yeah hollywood was like here take a shot with me and he was like you know what one won't kill me
0: yeah hey hey if a legend says take a shot with me why not so yeah r.i.p to the man the the legend also r.i.p to another titan legend in the literary world tony morrison Um, she passed away this past monday at the age of 88 um, she's the author of such classic American novels as The Bluest Eye, Sula, Song of Solomon, Paradise, Jazz, and her most well-known novel, Beloved, *Beloved*, which actually won the Pulitzer Prize in 1988. Um, she also became the first black woman to win the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1993. Um, Toni Morrison's uh, novel Beloved was also adapted into a feature film in 1998 uh, starring Oprah Winfrey and Danny Glover. And it was directed by Jonathan Demme, which received some pretty good reviews back in the day.
1: What movie was that? Uh Beloved. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. So yeah, man, Toni Morrison, one of the uh, greatest uh, American authors, and greatest, one of the greatest authors of all time. Like I, re- I remember reading her first two novels, uh, the, the Bluest Eye and Sula, and they were like just so well written. Like the way she captures the black experience, and 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 her command of the English language was just yeah. out of this world. So yeah man the 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 world is the world is a lot poorer with the uh, passing of uh those two legends as, as uh, those two legends as well as uh those uh, uh victims of the uh El Paso and Dayton Ohio sh- uh terrorist attacks. But yeah, our our thoughts are with them. Definitely. But, yeah. So uh yeah, let's uh let's brighten up uh the proceedings here. Please. Um, so uh uh Carl, what have you been up to uh, this past few days, weeks, months, years, decades?
1: It's only been like two decades I've been around. (laughs) Yeah. Two and a half. (laughs) But anyway, um, real quick on the comics tip. Yeah. So I remember it was about a week or two ago. I told you I ordered the uh, Master of Kung Fu Shang-Chi's Day Off number 26. A mm-hmm. one-off issue. Okay. Uh, it finally came in, so I actually wrote it. Actually, um, I actually re- uh, read it. The art by uh, Dollarbird to Talas- logic. I know. I'm, I know. I just butchered that, and I apologize. And written by CM Punk. Okay. All right. Let's. I'm gonna read you the quick premise that I put together. Shout out to Kelvin watching, by the way. Hey, what's up, man? So on. Hi- so here it is on his day off mm-hmm. there were missing there were reports of missing animals and while out getting ice cream shang chi is kidnapped by ninjas by ninjas mm-hmm. and it is revealed that the man behind him his name was dr prasis, okay just yeah it sounds way too close to malpractice yes it does and he is trying to put Shang-Chi's brain in an octopus Mm -hmm. to have a Kung Fu trained octopus.
0: I like this. Okay.
1: (laughs) And he's trying to have it trained in his Kung Fu trained army of animals. Shang-Chi escapes. Doctor gets caught in the end. It's a one-off issue, but. Wow. Wow.
0: I thought he was gonna go, go head up with uh, Aquaman's octopus, you know?
1: The German octopus. Nope, no, that's it. That, that's the story. Wow. Okay. I want to see that adapted into the actual Shang Chi. Please Shang-Chi do not movies. do that. <laughs> Please do not do that. I do not want to see. But yeah, that that's it. CM Punk. He's pretty, he's a pretty comical. I did enjoy his his Dax run, his Drax run.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. it was like now that I got to know the character more often, he was kind of more of, you know, Drax. Yeah. Is kind of a goofball, mm-hmm. so it kind of did fit that. But yeah, the the Thor annual one that he wrote, and obviously this one, he's uh, he's more of a, like a he seems to be like more of a goofy mm. type of comic writer. I want to see, I want to hear, I want to see some real shit mm. from CM Punk. Yeah, because he reads enough comics to do so. Oh yeah, I'm sure he can
0: put something like legit.
1: Yeah, one of his favorite comics is Preacher.
0: Hey, I'd love to see him take that take on that material. Have you ever seen the show?
1: No, but I heard it's like in the last season now. Hmm. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good. Never had a chance to watch it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Also, speaking of watching... Oh, shout outs to Jason. <laughs> um, Speaking of watching, on Amazon Prime TV, you, you want to check out The Boys. The Boys? Yes. Does it include Dirty Mike? <laughs> <laughs> There's Dirty Mike-like things that happen in there. Okay. Okay. Um, it star it stars um Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty. and it's set in a universe where superpower people are reco- are rejoiced. Uh, I, I, I recognize as heroes. I chicken scratch when I write, mm-hmm. and um in the public eye, and they're owned by a corporation called Vault International, who makes sure that you know they are properly marketed and monetized. Mm-hmm. But outside of their superhero personas, they're pretty arrogant and corrupt. Okay, and it's up to so. Um, the series focuses on two groups: the boys, who are vigilantes looking to keep the under keep the corrupt heroes under control. Okay, and then you have the seven who are Vaught Va- International's premier team. Mm. Um, dude, this shit is so good. I'm only two episodes in, mm. but I'm like hooked. Okay.
0: So it's like kind of like the anti superhero superhero exactly. show. Exactly,
1: the superheroes are actually the villains.
0: Mm. Like they're like they're just like feeling themselves, like they look down on the public, things like that.
1: All that, okay. all that, and they just do all the spe- all the superhero stuff. They do it all for the camera. They, you know, this guy, um, like the main guy, who I guess was like a co- equivalent to Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, damn it, I can't even think of their names right now. But um, he. He like stops, you know, fights crime, and the next thing you know, he's taking selfies with kids and stuff. Like he's, and it's actually based on a comic book, a DC comic, but it was under not um, I want to say it was Vertigo, which is the um, oh uh, Wildstorm, Wildstorm, yeah, which is kind of like the uh, what do you call it, the DC's like rated R division,
0: or one of. Because you could say Vertigo is the same. Vertigo,
1: yeah. But in... Um, yeah, Homelander. That's his name. That's like the Superman kind right? And then you got The Deep, who is like dumb. Aquaman. It's actually... It's pretty funny. Jesse T. Usher as A-Train, who's a speedster. Mm-hmm. He does some fucked up shit within the first like 10 minutes of the show.
0: Oh, really? What does he do?
1: I don't want to spoil it for anybody, because...
0: Has to, be, has to yeah. be seen to be believed? Huh? Has to be seen to be believed? Yeah. Hmm. And
1: it just catches you off guard, and you're like, oh, shit. Hmm. Okay.
0: How many episodes in this season?
1: Eight. Eight yep. hour-long episodes. Okay.
0: And it's on Amazon Prime?
1: Yeah. Cool, cool. You don't have your Amazon Prime anymore, do you? Nah. All right. eh. well, it's cool. I, got, I know they got Dark Side of the Ring on there, too, so I'm definitely going to start watching those. Because they're filming the second season right now. Okay. All right. Also, I've been playing Madden NFL 20. Oh, they still make those? Yep, I get my Maddens every year. Um Huh, so far I like the game. I got caught with some Madden bullshit and basically like catches I'm like, yo, I, they should have missed that. But mm-hmm. they caught in whatever. But I've been into some good games right now. Um I do play, I know Kyle's gonna wanna wanna get on. Mine's is for the PS four. I don't know which cat which uh version he has. But yeah, the new features in this game do include uh, QB1 personalized scenarios, signature animations. Uh, you can actually create a college QB, QB quarterback mm-hmm. and play in the NCAA championships, unique playbooks, new option plays, and so much more. So, um, mm. get it. That's all I say.
0: Does it include microtransactions? No. I mean, it's published by EA, right?
1: It is, but, I mean, whatever microtransactions there are, I usually don't make we'll see.
0: and of course you play as the Cowboys, right? Of course. Yeah.
1: And I did beat the Panthers if that makes you feel any better.
0: I mean, well, who doesn't beat the Panthers?
1: Shit. Sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Panthers are like the Mike Canellis of the NFL. I mean, who are we kidding, right? <laughs> Dude,
1: sh- leave that man alone. I mean, you, you are going to get you- Like, uh, like I'll,
0: I'll say like the like the Mike Canellis would be the Panthers and then the the Cowboys would be like I don't know. Kurt Hawkins, no, 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 Zach Ryder, because Kurt, Zach Ryder actually won championships in the past. So yeah, Zach Ryder, Mike Bennett, you know Mike Canella. So you know y'all, y'all got the squad there. So that's cool. Good on y'all.
1: <laughs> you know next week's our joint po- uh, joint podcast with the UWO, right? Oh, I know. You know you're getting buried, right?
0: That's all right.
1: It, it's time. It's time, Kyle. You've been slacking on that. It's time for you to. Affi- you're about to get your gold jacket. Listen, man, it's it's all lovely. I don't I don't even know most of these
0: foosball teams. I just know nah, them he because he says
1: foosball because he's you you know good good damn well as fo- football.
0: I mean, is it, is it football when it's like when they mostly
1: carry the ball with their hands? Well, they do kick it and stuff. So you know. I mean,
0: I mean, I mean, you know, f- what we call soccer is real football. You know football. that. Football. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> what they say. Football.
1: What type of computer do you use? That's what C.J. Cows wants to know. Uh yeah, that's uh, that's you. Me, <laughs> I have an Asus laptop. All right.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much all there is to it. <laughs> it is.
1: Uh, that's pretty much all I've been up to though, and um, well, as
0: for me, I haven't been up to a whole lot. um I've watched a few movies, but um, I'm, I'll I, I'm thinking of reviewing a whole bunch at once for Victor's Corner coming soon, like maybe this this weekend
1: this must have been some really spot on movie
0: yeah just on, i'm thinking of like uh standout movies of the year that i just haven't had a chance to review yet so i figure i'll 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 come up with like a victor's corner maybe like just talk about them on that like audio format just post it on sunday okay yeah yeah i'll do that
1: all right it's cool we actually got some content yeah don't you love content I mean, uh,
0: I don't like that word that very much. Content.
1: It's what it is is what we are.
0: I mean, we do shows. We do, we do, we do podcasts. Content just sounds like stuff.
1: But it's like all over. It kinda, It's just. A, it's a broad general.
0: I suppose. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, you want to get
0: into uh, predictions.
1: There is one thing I do want to, before we get into that, there is one thing I am interested in your thoughts on. Oh, what's that? That Andy, it's been announced that Andy Serkis will be directing Venom 2.
0: Mm. Yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, what are your your thoughts on it? You're you're more familiar with Andy Serkis than I am. Like, I knew him as Caesar. Um, The voice of Caesar um, from Planet of the Apes. Gollum. golem from lord of the rings i never knew was, i never seen lord of the rings i'm sorry but you missing all out. i know is the whole my precious my precious yeah a uh, horrible impression that was actually kind of good appreciate it yeah um, and then obviously uh damn what the hell is wrong with me <laughs> black man yeah, the claw
0: yep ulysses claw um i think that's an interesting choice of director uh, i know andy circus he's uh um, he does he does fantastic uh, bo- motion capture uh, performances, and I think that he can bring that sensibility to the sequel, especially with uh, with Tom Hardy, who reportedly did a good job as Venom, even though the movie itself wasn't all that. It was very it
1: was, it was good. Like no Tom Hardy, yeah he should he's he is Venom.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: should have been Venom from the get go, but he was probably like twelve when. <laughs> um, Eric Foreman was Venom.
0: Yeah. Oh, Toll for Grace.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I think, I think if if Venom would have been rated all like it was supposed to, it would have been a much better movie. But it was okay for what it got for what we got. All right. The gun credits was dope though. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I, which I know about.
1: Did you end up seeing it on YouTube? I think it's. I want to say it's on YouTube.
0: No, I just I didn't see the actual clip, but I read about it on Wikipedia. Apparently uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yep. has Carnage.
1: Yeah, it's Cleese Cassidy, in which yeah. I think the way he looked, it's mm. I liked it. Yeah.
0: And I th- I think any Circus will do a will do a fine job. Um hopefully the script itself will be up to snuff because uh and hopefully uh Sony will actually get out of the way and let Venom be great as it should be.
1: Is at least a picture of it.
0: Oh, interesting. It kind of looks like um
2: uh,
0: kind of looks like weird Al Yankovic in that uh, screenshot.
1: You ruined it. <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> well, I watch the scene and then you'll probably think otherwise. Okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I I'm interested in seeing what Andy Circus will bring to the table provided as provided that the script is on par. Uh Yeah. So We want to talk about these uh NXT predictions and yeah, SummerSlam.
1: Let's get ours going. So uh yeah, let's go on ahead.
0: Yeah, so uh, NXT TakeOver Toronto uh, is uh, this Saturday, August 10th at the Scotiabank Arena in, uh, guess where? Toronto. And uh, we got five matches on the card, so we'll start at the, at the bottom match and then we'll work our way up to the main event. So the first match we have on the card is Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. One-on-one Io Shirai uh, turned heel. And Candice LeRae is none too pleased. So my prediction is um, it's easy to see Io Shirai winning, but I predict that Candice LeRae is going to take the W.
1: And I'm taking uh, Io. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I won't be mad with either outcome, though. Uh, Also, we have the NXT Women's Championship match. Shayna Baszler defending against Mia Yim. Um, I'm going to say Shayna Baszler retains the championship here.
1: Uh, I love Mia Yim so much, but I'm going to have to go with Shayna as well. Yeah. Um, mainly because... Um,
0: I think I think they're going to keep the title on Shayna for a year, for a full year, uh, until October 28th. Uh, because that's when she won it last year, when she beat Kyrie Sane. Right. So, at this point, like, Io Shirai couldn't put her away, and Moon couldn't do it, Kyrie Sane couldn't do it. So, I don't see... I don't see them putting the title on Mia Yim just yet.
1: Well, Kyrie did do it. Technically, Kyrie has. Yep, she did. Just that they put it back on
2: it.
0: Yeah, yep. So yeah, I see. I see Shayna retaining. Uh, third match on the card: the NXT North American Championship Triple Threat match between the Velveteen Dream, defending against Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Um, you know how I love how much I love the Dream. But I'm going to say Roderick Strong is going to take the North American Championship this time.
2: Um,
0: and there's a reason for that. I, I'm going to have to go with Roddy too as well. Yeah. The Messiah of the Backbreaker is going to get his first singles gold in, uh, in TakeOver.
1: It's because I want to see undisputed era with all the gold
0: yeah exactly I, yep. I gotta see that yep i think that's what it's gonna lead to
1: if it happens i'll probably wear my undisputed era shirt for a straight week hey
0: why not hey i, I, I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the most logical choice uh so the next match uh we have speaking of the undisputed era we've got kyle o'reilly and bobby fish formerly known as red dragon def- uh uh versus the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, a.k.a. Black Marty Genetti, and Montez Ford...
1: Leave that man alone!
0: <laughs> ...for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Now, to be fair, I, I like Angelo Dawkins fine, but as a singles competitor, if Montez Ford breaks off, then I don't see Dawkins lasting long on his own.
1: He just doesn't have that it factor,
0: in my opinion, as a single
1: star. I think he's... I think he does have it because wasn't D'Angelo Dawkins signed before Montez Ford? Oh yeah, he's been there since almost the jump, since like 2013-14. Yeah, so, so D'Angelo Dawkins is the Luther Viction and the Jerry Crow. <laughs> ain't quite it's not quite curled. It's all the way right there. It's, it's like you said last week. At the finish line. Yeah. It's there. But it just can't quite cross it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and it's actually Angelo Dawkins. You said D. Angelo. Angelo Yeah, I remember Brian said D'Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> but yeah, I predict that um, o- O'Reilly and Fish are going to win the win the belts. Um, after that, Street Profits will immediately be called up called down to Raw. Unfortunately, full time. Yeah. Um, but on a positive note, though, I would like to see Street Profits take on the USOs. That'll be fire. Yeah, or the New Day. Yeah. Those will be some dope matches. They will. Yeah. They will. Yep, just just get out of their Let creative get out of their way. Let them do, let them do their thing, and it'll be here we have gold. And now we have the main event, um, the uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano Part 3 uh, for the NXT Championship. Another two-out-of-three falls match with Adam Cole defending. I predict that Adam Cole will retain the championship against uh gargano and at the end by the end of the night we're gonna see all four, oh, four. members with every single men's title in nxt
1: yeah uh and that's what i'm saying that's that's what i'm going for it too
0: oh yeah and um and i predict we're gonna see yet another match of the year candidate between cole and gargano
1: right? I, and i'm okay with that
0: yeah and uh and, and and to echo uh, uh, Brian Lopes' idea from UWO, I, too, would love to see Undisputed Era versus Imperium at War Games in November. That would be dope. Like, Walter uh, chops everywhere. No, Walter versus Roderick Strong, Chop City. Woo! Holy Damn, shit. just for... Yeah, about,
1: let me tell you something. The la- when, it, when Walter won the um, UK Championship... Mm. before the match started, I just, like, got into a feudal position and just clutched my chest mm. real hard. So my girl was looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, this dude's chest is about to get the business, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she saw it. And she's like, oh, like, why? So I'm hitting him like a bitch. <laughs> I'm slapping him like a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what Walter does. That's,
1: that's, uh, that's how he does. Yeah, she, and they, still, and they still pulled off a great match. Oh, yeah. All absolutely. Right. Ready to move on to the B show?
0: Oh, yeah, the B show. But before we do that, uh, Brian Lopes has a question. He says, uh, Wait, so whose predictions are we counting because we each picked a match? So would it be by individual?
1: Oh, man, because we're both doing. We're, we're all doing. All... I guess we'll. All right. No. no, no, no. I guess we'll
0: discuss it after the show. Yeah, we'll discuss yeah. that. Yeah. But, but yeah, the B Show, uh, Summer Slam, taking place Sunday, August 11th, in the same arena, Scotiabank. Uh, let's begin with the bottom match and work our way up once again.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, we've got Charlotte Flair versus Tris Stratus. Tris Stratus, the hometown hometown hero. And WWE, giving WWE's uh, uh, propensity for making the hometown heroes job Charlotte in their hometowns. Charlotte's gonna take the W here, and I think that's the right call because
1: you know well, she, she she's retired. Yeah, it's Trish. Trish is retired.
0: Mm-hmm. Trish is retired. This is gonna be like the feel good match for the fans. Be like, hey, she still got it. And Charlotte Flair, since being a current talent, hey, you you, you know you might Close as well give her the up. W. You know, even though she doesn't need any 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 bigger of a boost than she already has. Sure don't. <laughs> uh, next match, we have old, I mean, sorry, Bill Goldberg. Um, he's going to squash Dolph Ziggler. That is if Goldberg can avoid concussing himself again. Let's hope he doesn't do that.
1: Now, if Goldberg actually does that and Dolph somehow, some way makes him look good. Mm-hmm. You gotta give the credit to Dolph though. You're gonna have to. I mean, I would I would normally agree, but I think this is the
0: case is a combination of WWE's booking, specifically how Vince looks at Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler being too good at too good at his job, like too good at selling. Like like Dolph Ziggler sells so well that he makes Kurt Henning go, "God damn, kid, calm down." But like, yeah, Ziggler Ziggler does way too good of a job of making his opponents look good, and I think that kind of hurts him too. It's like a gift and a curse. And especially selling to somebody who has a habit of giving themselves a concussion by slamming their head in the locker room door before their match. If, if that happens and if Ziggler still has to do the, do the job, yo, I think Ziggler needs the hall of fame jacket too. (laughs)
1: But I think Goldberg's going to take the win. Yeah. They're going to give him that field. They're going to give him, Undertaker had his redemption from that match. Goldberg's got to have his too.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. And uh, going back to the comments here, uh, Brian asks, why are we hating on Dawkins? Uh, we're not hating on Dawkins. I've never hated on Dawkins. I mean, I think he's cool, but but as a, as a single star, I just don't see it. But uh, next match, um, we've got the United States Championship, AJ Styles versus Ricochet, the one and only. Um, here, I predict AJ Styles is going to retain the belt. What you got?
1: i mm, all getting the same ones. We need some. We need to switch it up a bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. NXT, s- we definitely got the same ones except for one match. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the OC has has three titles. Yep. New Day has three titles. That's right. They may want to keep that going. They may want to keep that going and build up to something like that for Survivor Series. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with. Well, then there's the draft too. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to go with AJ on this one.
0: Yeah. Plus, the draft doesn't really matter, like the whole wild card business. Yeah, it just
1: fucks it all up. But I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna eliminate wild card.
0: Yeah, especially when uh when Fox when Fox takes over SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, in October. Uh, next match here: Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, versus Finn Balor. Um, Finn Balor comes out as a demon um Bray Wyatt's going to give the demon his first loss.
1: I'm going for Bray cuz they got he's got to get his first win. Oh yeah, like, his first win. Yeah, cuz and Ballard's supposed to be taking time off anyway.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, cuz Wyatt man, he I I'm liking what they're doing with this reboot so far of his character. Hopefully WWE's creative will, specifically events will get out of his way. Let him do his thing. Let him rack up wins. Let him be a force to be reckoned with.
1: You know what I have to say about that? Oh, what's up? <laughs> you really think that's going <laughs> to happen?
0: Oh, who am I kidding? Yeah, it's, it's Vince McMahon we're talking about. Yeah. If it was NXT, it'd be a different story, though. Um, next match. uh, boy. Kevin Owens versus Shane O'Mac. I would not be surprised at all if the so-called best in the world takes a W, but my instinct is telling me Kevin Owens is going to win. I'll take Shane. Okay. Just as Yeah. Uh next match, uh Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. I'm gonna go with my man Kofi on this one. Yeah, you know what? Me too. Yeah. And and for the record, man, all y'all fickle fans out there, why y'all hating on Kofi? Kofi's had credible matches with the likes of Owens, with the likes of Brian. The dude has proven himself as a champion. I mean, yeah, WWE's booking kind of makes everybody look lame and tame and whatnot. But Kofi is doing the, the damn thing. As a matter of fact, I would love to see Kofi hang on to the championship for the rest of the year, and then he can drop it at next year's Royal Rumble. I have no problem with that. Let him keep the title. Let let Kofi continue to be great. But uh, but I will say, uh, in fairness, I would I wish Kofi would drop the whole pancake spit because. You know, I think just to make him a little a look a little more of a serious champion. The pancakes thing has played out, in my opinion. But other than that, kobe has uh, been putting it
1: down. It's not gonna. If the t shirt, the t shirt's selling, they're gonna keep doing it.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, WWE knows how to drag a good thing all the way down
1: okay. into the dirt. It's a bu- It's my. It's a business thing. That t shirt's selling. Yeah. What do you got next?
0: Uh, next match: SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Ember Moon. This is an easy one for me. Bailey's gonna keep the belt. Um, Ember Moon, she hasn't been utilized in any meaningful yeah. way. Why are they gonna give her the title now? Um, Ember Moon, they should have kept Ember Moon in NXT. Yeah,
1: and it's a good way if they decide if Sasha ends up coming back. Yeah. That match. That match for some great shock value. Be great to bring Sasha back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And provided that they actually. You know, book Sasha Banks properly and give her title runs that last more than a week.
1: She um, she had uh, tag titles for a while. Oh God, don't get me
0: started with that. But oh, you know who doesn't have the t- the women's tag team titles? <laughs> I'm just gonna
1: just for the se- just for the sake of doing the pose. I'm just gonna go along and say, it. go ahead. The
0: Iconics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, uh, although I am. Really annoyed that Alexa Bliss hasn't has yet another championship. At least Nikki Cross has some gold around her waist, and the Iconics that comedy tag team no longer has the gold. So that is a good thing. Um, the Iconics are they are the Charmelle. Jenna Maraska of the WWE Women's Division. Yeah, I said it. They're that horrible.
1: I'm just waiting on Brian's, sir. Why isn't that on a t-shirt? That should be on a t-shirt. We say that between both of our shows. We say that so much. We do. We say it on the chat. Mm -hmm. it, it It should be a shirt. Yeah, just sir. That's it.
0: Yeah, exclamation marks.
1: Yeah, we need that do it just to quite you know show how much that sir means business.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so we got uh, two more matches on the on the card here. There it
1: is.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh we have what I what I feel is going to be the only uh title change of the night. Natalia will defeat Becky Lynch to win the WWE Raw Women's Championship for two reasons. One, um, this will be a feel-good moment for the Canadian crowd. And, a, and two, this will be a feel-good moment for Natalia because uh, two days after SummerSlam, uh, next week on the 13th, will mark the one-year anniversary of her father's
1: passing, Jim D'Anvil Nightheart. That makes a whole bunch of sense. Yeah. But guess what? Who's on the cover of WWE 2K20?
0: Right, Becky Lynch. She is on the cover. Her and the Big Dog, because he beat cancer for now. But um, yeah.
1: I I can't give you can't be mad at
0: that. Uh, I'm not mad at that at all. But uh, but, but, but here's the thing though. Like, I I, I would I would say let Natalya win the championship, and then let, she can drop it on Raw the next night. Well, I mean, well, then that'll be as good as Becky retaining. Because they'll still be in the same arena. Yeah. Damn.
1: I mean, if, I'm going to still go for Natalya because to me it makes so much sense. And, and there can be some differences in our picks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, you go with Becky. I'll go with Natalya <laughs> on this one. And uh, the main event, uh, Brock Lesnar is going to beat the Breaks Off Seth Rollins. And All he's right. going to keep the Brock Lesnar Versal Championship.
1: Hey. Okay. One thing we can say about Brock. He did end... The whole uh, Seth and Becky power couple angle. Oh, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Have they been really mentioning it lately? Did they put way too much emphasis? (laughs) He's like, yeah, this is, you know, with Seth Rollins and her her girlfriend, and his girlfriend, Becky Lynch, Mm. and vice versa.
0: Yeah. It's like we have chemistry on TV. I love you, Becky. I love you, too, Seth. Line? Let me get the script. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their chemistry is just non-existent. And they're supposed to be a real-life couple. But that's more indicative of WWE's writing and Vince's heavy hand in the in the creative proceedings. But, yeah, man. Brock Lesnar, he's going to keep that belt. That belt is for him. That's the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship, as far as I'm concerned. Um that championship means means way less than the twenty four seven title,
1: and the twenty four seven title is the best thing on Raw. It really is. I freaking love it. He's like, "How is how is Mike Kanellis going to win it at the OBGYN?" I read that literally the night after Raw, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
0: Yep. And and who see? He's the current twenty four seven champion, Mike Ben Kanellis. No, our true friend of bat. Yeah. Again. Nice. <laughs> That's like what the 50th time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just I, you can't help but laugh. It's so cool, it's so crazy mm-hmm. that you it, it, it's hilarious. And I'm for, obviously, you know, I used to train with Mike. Yep. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Dude, he ma- he makes light of it too. He's having a blast with it. Nice. Like he puts a he made he put himself as a meme where it's like the top picture of him winning the title mm-hmm. back from Maria and then him sitting on the floor after he lost it, and it says, "When life comes at you fast."
0: <laughs> oh, I did see that that picture.
1: Yeah, a screenshot it and put it on the chat. Yeah, I'm like, even he's making a light of it. He's, he's, you know, he's st- and he's still doing his thing in 205. Okay, so.
0: Yeah. Plus, he's getting that five-year WWE money. So, hey, get it all you can. Listen, it
1: would be a slap in the face if he did if he signed somewhere else after they stuck with him when he went through his whole like um, addiction thing. Like they stuck with him, hard body. Mm.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of a loyalty thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And know him and like I said, I trained with Mike. He's worked hard to get there. Mm -hmm. That was his ultimate goal to get in WWE. Wow. He's there. Yeah.
0: He's he's making it, so hey. Hey, hey you get big ups on big ups to him. And I, I will say the the Mike Canales character is a more credible champion than Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And
1: who are they? The, the Iconics, iconics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the iconics. I, I I
1: did it for the sake of the pose. That means we get to, we all get to do the pose next week. Oh yeah. Oh
0: I was dying when uh when uh, when uh, uh Kyle and Brian just walked out, and Brian was just, oh, and Eddie was just gloating uh, at yeah. the loss. That was so that
1: was gold. I, I was in and out of it because I was at work. So yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, man, that's what we got. Those those are our predictions. Um and for those who will be catching uh, uh NXT and SummerSlam, let us know what you think, what your predictions are. And and uh, let us know what you think about the G1, who's going to win cuz that's going to be wrapping up soon next week. Is fact.
1: it really? I have not watched any of it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I just
1: haven't had a gotten around to catch it. Yeah, it's it, it is kind
0: of a commitment, but um but like I, I I need to catch uh today's matches as well as tomorrow's because um, it's going to wrap up, I believe, this Sunday. Um, but uh, I, I'm I'm still salty at the fact that Jay White, aka New Japan's Baron Corbin, won against John Moxley. I'm still mad at. I'm a, that offends me.
1: Speaking of Baron Corbin, you notice him and Lacey Evans hasn't been on TV.
0: They're, they haven't. I, I don't really watch RAW like mm. that. They're, they're, they're ah, I
1: haven't seen him in like a couple weeks. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, finally, WWE can actually listen to the fans. Yes,
1: the pineapple pizza of the WWE, Baron Corbin. Hey, 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 hey! Hawaiian pizza is glorious. Oh, fucking! Okay. With a creepy wound socket mustache. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, leave, leave. Let, let, let Bobby Roode be great with his mustache.
1: Guess what? What? I'm about to make a meme. <laughs> I got a meme I just got meme ideas, man. And shot y'all. Mm. Thanks y'all for allowing me to just make these memes for you, UWO. Yeah. I have so much fun with those. You know, I will say though, I shook my head at that tip drill one when you had me
0: <laughs> you, had, you put my face on the gut with the black dude with the with the cell phone. That 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 was that was that was a good shot though. I'm like God damn it, Carl. The
1: face, too. And I'm just like, I knew there's a picture of it with the face. And then, well, recently, like, usually when we go out on Antasca beach trips, yeah. they happen around, like, the tours. Like, they're usually, like, the last Saturday of January. I mean, July? July, I mean, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and people go do go on the beach, and you, people take polar plungers. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they kept coming up in my Facebook memories, and that picture came. That picture. Came up, I have to show you which one I took from it. Okay, and I'm just like, dude, that's the perfect picture. And then of course I'm like, yo, why wasn't we invited to the to the party and stuff? Mm-hmm. We started. We, I, I'm the daddy of the UWO.
0: Hey, hey, you bury him. He said that, not me.
1: You know, they know. <laughs> yeah, I know the replacement. <laughs> oh, which yeah, which kind of true. <laughs> but anyway, but I still, we got them together, and it was like, yo, if they had. But I recognized the chemistry. And look at them one year later. but anyway, yeah <laughs> I'm just like, dude, why is like yo he want, they wanted a party mm-hmm. I'm like hmm let me see I thought of I made the project X1 mm-hmm. so then I'm like just I don't know why Tip Joe just popped into my head I'm like, you know what that was a real party let me find one shot mm-hmm. with is actually three guys
2: because
1: mm-hmm. if you remember that video. Really wasn't in there. there. really wasn't that many guys in there.
2: Really wasn't. Yeah. And
1: only like the most the, the most you'll get is two, guy, two guys and a million girls. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm not complaining. Of course not. And then I just found that one shot, pause, screenshot, went on in, best best celebration party. But then I'm like, yo, why wasn't we invited to the party? Cause Vit will fucking go be inside calling the cops. <laughs> and I'm like, Yes, he would. And then I remember that picture of you making that face and that angle. What up, Nick? And then I'm like, I just thought of the guy on the phone. I'm like, I had to do it. Wow. It lined up perfectly, though. Oh, that was hard. Yeah, it was kind of hard. Well, not really. But it's like the size of the head. I know that there was some neck going to be missing, but it just kind of worked. (laughs) It did. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) I got I'm have to I'm just gonna have to post it. Just like I'm just gonna you know what? UWO I want you guys to post up some of your favorite memes that I have done. Just let me know and then I'll post them on the Codex chat just to see what everybody else would think. Not the Codex chat on our um, Instagram mm-hmm. and see what everybody see what everybody thinks. Okay. But that one is definitely going on there with you on the phone. <laughs> That's the one that nobody saw.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, post it up. We'll see what people say. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, those are our predictions. So uh, let's get into uh, some dream casting. Uh, but before we do that, let's give a quick shout out once again to our sponsor, Studio Regent Headphones.
1: That's right. If you want some high quality, affordable, and fashionable headphones, all you got to do is go to Studio.com, use the promo code Podcast, and as always, free
0: shipping in the USA. There
1: you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Kyle Bryan, don't fuck this up next week. <laughs>
0: no, they'll 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 get it. You know, they'll they'll be on point. Oh man. So yeah. Dream casting. That's our uh main topic. So we're gonna be talking about some you know, movies that we would like to that we would cast. I think we can see who would star in. Um so how many how many movies you got?
1: Uh, uh basically one movie, but various characters.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. So, let's. Uh, you want to kick it off for us? All right. Well,
1: you know, as everybody knows, I am a fan of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So, I decided to recast a Fantastic Four film now that they will be coming to the uh, MCU. Yep. Possibly buying uh, Stark Tower, be the ones to have bought Stark Tower and turn it into the Baxter Building. Yep. Yeah.
0: That would be dope.
1: So, I have casted as Reed Richards, John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Looks like I mean that fan art convinced me. He talks like him. He has the voice for it. Yep. As a fan of the office, definitely. Mm. Uh Emily Blunt as Sue Richards.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Judging from I still haven't seen it and I know it's on Hulu, I believe now. But judging from your review mm-hmm. of A Quiet Place. Yeah. If they if their on-screen chemistry is that much if is that good, mm-hmm. why not? Oh yeah. So for Johnny Storm, the human torch. Dakari Montgomery, who played Billy in Stranger Things, okay, young. He has that arrogance to to him. He has the build. Hmm. Oh, okay. It, it could work. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think
0: I seen him without the mustache. By the way, yeah. To me, he looks he looks a lot like a young Brian Pillman.
1: I can, put, yeah, but one, yeah, but Brian Pillman Jr. looks way too much like Brian Pillman. He does. <laughs> he is the young Brian Pillman. So. yeah, mullet and all. Oh yeah, but ah, he just has that. He just has it for me, and I'm like, you know what? Mm. I could see him knocking that roll out of the park. Okay.
0: I mean, I mean, he ha- he he may have to look. I, I think he's a, I think he's a little too too douchebaggy for that. I mean, Johnny Storm Johnny Storm can be that way, but he's not. But 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 this actor, he kind of has that, like, I'm a douchebag 24-7. I have no redeeming value.
1: Well, here's the thing. Well, have you seen him in anything else other than Stranger Things? No, I can't say that I have. Give the man a chance. Yeah, he might have range. Exactly. And for Doctor... Well, for Thing, Michael Chiglitz can do it again. Right. If he's under a better direction, then just, okay, uh, we're going to make it fantastic for it. We have the pro- property. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. I would give it to Michael Chiklis. Can't really quite see anybody else playing him. Um, I mean, I mean plus I mean,
0: I, I Michael Chiklis. I mean, I love them in the Shield, and he did he did like a superhero TV show like on ABC. I forget what it was. It was like a, it was like he was like the father of like this family with superpowers. I forget what it was, but um, you know if I mean if they want to take that chance, but at the same time like. I think I think Disney wants to uh, wants to avoid any association. No, nah,
1: yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I believe so. I, I just could not think of anybody else with like that New York accent that he has. And Michael Chiklis is from Boston, by the way. Oh wow, did not know that. Hmm. So it's like, dang, oh, man. Disney, be assholes and just cast Ben Affleck to do a New York accent. <laughs> okay. Uh... And then for Doctor Doom. Nicola, Nicola Costawalda, oh. Jamie Lannister as Dr. Doom. I like that. he's always that handsome type a mm-hmm. guy who's very sinister and very evil, mm-hmm. just like how he portrayed Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Yep. So just picture that with that, you know, with intelligence as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I think that. he could murder. I think he'll murder Dr. Doom.
0: Yeah, he can definitely he can definitely uh, uh put it put it down. Like I can definitely see him like having that that arrogance and that uh that intelligence to to be a formidable foe Ooh. as as Doctor Doom. Um I was going I was going to say like if if he if he hadn't started in Doctor Strange, I was going to say like my original casting would have been Mads Mikkelsen as Doctor Doom. He would have been great in that role.
1: Personality-wise, but he just don't have the look cuz if you remember Doctor Doom was always handsome until his face got dismembered and he and he got stuck wearing a mask.
0: Mhm. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, I mean, Mads Mikkelsen could, could still pull it off nonetheless. He could.
1: He has that old-time look. I can't wait to see him in Death Stranding, now, which I pre-ordered today. Oh, yes, yes you did. Jensen Ackles as Cyclops for X-Men? Who's this? Jensen Ackles. Let me actually let me look him up. Hmm. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Never, never heard of
0: him. I don't know what he's, what he star what he is uh, starring in.
1: Hmm. This is him right here. Doesn't he play in freaking? Superna- yeah, he's in Supernatural. Oh, okay. y- they actually did. You know why? Because they actually did put. I know IGN tweeted it, mm-hmm. and I end up send, you know, I'm sending it to a friend of mine who's like a huge super Supernatural fan. Yeah, he has the look. I would definitely put him over James Marsden. Uh, those little soft. Ones.
0: I like. I mean, I like James Marsden. Um, speaking of which, he's he's in one of my uh, d- a dream casting uh, uh projects as well. But more on that later. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say like, uh, just thinking about it, you know who would be a good uh, Johnny Storm? It would be a uh, Ansel Elgort. Ansel. Ansel Elgort. He was in the movie uh, Baby Driver either him or Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton, who started in the Kingsman movies and he played Elton John.
1: And so yes,
0: Taron, uh,
1: he just still seems like small. No, it's,
2: it's
0: fine. I mean, I mean he 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 kicked he kicked ass in the Kingsman movies.
2: No, definitely.
0: Yeah. So he could definitely pull off Johnny Storm.
1: Yeah, but in the last movie everybody was small. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was small.
0: Mm. But but yeah, I, I'm I would say either, either Ansel Elgort or uh Taron Egerton or um
1: Nikolaj costa Wilder.
0: Yeah, or oh, no, the uh well, no, I'll, I'll I'll put those two above um the actor you chose. Uh, oh, Billy you mean Dakry Montgomery? Yeah, for stranger things. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a, that's actually a pretty solid uh solid lineup, I'd mm. say. What you got for a film? Uh what I got for a film is um I would love to see an adaptation of uh, uh, Marvel's, which is um which I which I actually reviewed on the podcast, like in a, in Jim Savard's first appearance on the show, and it was it was um, a classic 1994 miniseries, and it was uh, written by uh, Kurt B- Busiek and it had artwork by Alex Ross. Okay, and it's a really it's a really it's it's an it's an amazing concept. It's uh it takes place um. It depicts like the the Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Um, but this time from the perspective of an everyman or like an everyday average person. Okay. So I would love to see the MCU's take on that concept. Just seeing like the ground level civilian view of like all these amazing things that happened, uh, like in the events of like the Avengers or the Infinity Saga or even something new that we haven't seen before. Um, so, so I like to, I, I would like that film to see to explore what it's really like to live in a world full of superheroes, and you're just an ordinary person, and you gotta like basically live in their shadow more or less. And so, um, so the so the Marvels it follows uh, this guy named Phil Sheldon, who's a photojournalist, and, uh, the, and the and the film take and the, not the film, but the series takes place over a few decades, from like yeah. the late '30s to like the late '70s. Right. And this one, it could take place. They could take place over over the span of like say like ten years, like say since the first appearance of Iron Man, and then all the way up to now. Yeah, and um, I think Phil Sheldon could be played by Gary Oldman. I like to see Gary Oldman play that role, like him him just being like this ordinary guy, like covering all these events. And it could follow um, uh Phil Sheldon, uh, Gary Oldman, and J. Jonah Jameson, because uh, they because they actually started actually came up together in the journalism business in the comics so j jonah jameson could also be in that same in the mcu where he's um i guess like where like he's still running the daily bugle whereas yeah. like it could be like it could be like a an actual newspaper that they both work in together but then over the years when superheroes become a bigger and bigger deal and then like after the snap or the blip that's when um j jonah jameson he survives the blip and he decides you know what since since the Daily Bugles no more, I'm gonna transform it into this conspiracy theory infowars thing that I got going on. So I'm gonna snitch on h- any heroes I see, and then that kind of divides makes a rift between him and uh, Phil Sheldon. And then what's really cool about that casting too is that you can introduce the X Men into the MCU like kind of like a backdoor, like kind of like make a or introduce like mutants in in the series because in the comic in the in the Marvel's comic, uh, Phil Sheldon he kind of has to deal with like his own prejudice against mutants because there's, there's a scene in the comics where the x-men save the day and then like the and then like humans are like kind of pissed off like oh who are these mutants who are they and then and then, and then the cyclops goes like to, he tells the x-men never mind they're not worth it like he's like saying like human, they're not worth like getting into it with the humans and then phil sheldon takes it the wrong way he's saying like oh so we're not worth it humans aren't worth it and that kind of fuels this prejudice even more but then his family has to hide his, his daughters. They make friends with this mutant girl and they have to hide her from the Sentinels. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you can actually introduce like the concept of the Sentinels mutant kind uh, people's fears against mutants. And I can kind of explain why people are afraid of mutants. And so Gary Oldman's character can kind of deal with that. And then it can fast f- and then it can continue all the way to like the end where you've got Spider-Man and you've got um, Thanos, like, like, Post Infinity Saga, and it could kind of set up maybe the X Men, maybe the Fantastic Four, and um, you might. uh I was gonna say like it, it could be a good way of in- reintroducing Ghost Rider, but I think he's in Runaways.
1: No, um, Agents of Shield.
0: Agents of Shield, yeah, because in because in the, in the comics and Marvels, they actually introduce uh, a young uh danny Ketch, who, be, who becomes ghost rider
1: yeah that's actually interesting i i remember reading something similar it reminds me of the um there was a trade that i read um probably about a good year ago mm-hmm. but it was secret invasion but it was told from the perspective of um uh man what was this freaking
0: name was it from phil colson
1: not phil colson um Bondi Curtis Hall played him in Daredevil. And stuff. Oh,
0: Ben Urich. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and he was interviewing like a lot of civilians who were like, "Oh, well, we witnessed, you know, Captain America do this, this, and then this happened mm-hmm. to my family and all that." That was an inter- it was an interesting concept. I thought I think you was interested in reading that too. I just
0: oh yeah, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah well, well, that then. part that part of it when it was just it's just told from Ben Urich's point of view. Yeah. Yeah, that would be actually kind of dope. So yeah, like
0: Marvel's, like like Gary Oldman as the main character, and then like
1: Gary Oldman can do fucking anything. Yes, he can. <laughs> That's kind of cheating in a way.
0: Hey, but hey, let Gary Oldman get that MCU money. He's one of the best actors in the
1: world. He'll get. They'll get him. Yeah. Alright, so Mines is actually pretty different, like, from, I didn't, I couldn't really think of, like, specific movies, so I just thought of, like, different, like, characters that I would like to see, like, on the big screen, or small screen, for whatever, and um, who I would like to play him, so I know, some of these I've I've definitely um, repeated, um, as Bit, for one, Bishop, mm-hmm. I would like to see either Terry Crews play him.
0: Yeah, I'd like
1: that. Yeah, even though he was bedlam. Yeah. Like, Deadpool, like he can just appear with um, Josh Brolin as Cable, and Deadpool will say something like, you know, you look so, You look awfully familiar. Like, you look like this guy, but he died all of a sudden, but you look just like him. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Like, just as, like, a small gag, and they're like, and yeah. then Terry Crews just kind of looks at the screen or something, like...
0: hmm Like, breaking the
1: fourth wall. Yeah, and then, oh, no, 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 I break the fourth wall. Some shit like that. Yeah. I think Ryan, yeah, they could pull that off. Mm -hmm. But if not, I can see Michael Jai White playing him as well.
0: Yeah, that'd be dope. Black Dynamite in the MCU?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm down for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And also, Rob Lathill actually uh, posted posted this up on his Instagram. Now, there was a character in the X Force called Garrison Kane. Mm -hmm. And he wants to see The Rock play him. Okay. Now I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Rob Liefeld's Instagram for you. Yeah,
0: all right. See you.
1: And then I'll I will show you the character. Mm. I right, hear is. Okay, I can kind of see it. Grow a little hair back, or even just keep him bald. Yeah, Their hair won't make too much of a difference. And that's mm-hmm. him from X Force Number Two. Okay. The Rock can definitely play it off, so big shout-outs to Rob Layfield on that one. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey why not? Greenlight that project. But, um, yeah, that's for one. And then, um, in Marvel, his villain named who eventually becomes a hero, named Brother Voodoo. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Michael K. Williams from The Wire play him. Ooh. Especially, yeah. like, if he's a villain... Mm-hmm. You know, he's, like, real good at playing evil characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. Especially, like, he has that intimidating factor with that scar on his face, too. Yeah. Brother Rudo didn't even have a scar on his face, but fucking let it happen. It. it just yes. adds more depth to the character.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Omar Little from The
1: Wire. <laughs> That's what he played.
0: Yeah. You ever seen The Wire?
1: You know what? No. <sighs> I never watched The Wire. got HBO Now, and I said, right, I can watch this anytime I want. Yeah, I just never got around to it.
0: It's an incredible series. It's in my top five.
1: Okay, this one you probably might like. For. So, Adam Warlock, even though he's set to show up in Guardians three, mm-hmm. I would pick either Charlie Hunnam because he has that mainly because he has that star fa- that star factor from Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. or if not, I could see Army Hammer playing him.
0: Yeah, I would not be opposed to Army Hammer. I think his niche is more interesting supporting
1: roles. Yeah, yeah, I could see him in that. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with that. All right, Nova. I know we have. I know there's gonna be. I, they're gonna be introducing him in the MCU pretty soon because you, the Nova Corp, was mm-hmm. in the first Guardians, yep. and I could see Alex Pettyfer from guard from. Uh, I remember him from I Am Number Four. I know he was in the he was in the Butler, mm-hmm. as a slave master. But he has that like youthful look, okay. that Richard Ryder look that I think he'd be able to pull off. Mm-hmm. And he's after he's and I I actually liked I Am Number no. Four, which yeah. was supposed to be a Twilight for boys, but
0: and <laughs> yeah, went nowhere. No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> and, and,
1: yeah, and I read the book and I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. Mm. The one time I can honestly say that the movie was better than the book. Mm. It's kind of dragged for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stand by this Joker, Willem Dafoe. Jo- Joker? Yeah, Willem Dafoe
0: is the Joker. That's random. I, I thought it were just covering Marvel. Oh, just characters, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Willem Dafoe as a Joker. Hey, that would be. That, that's that's just writes itself. Like just an older version of the Joker. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: In fact, like I was just thinking, like I would like to see um an a, um, a film adaptation of Arkham Asylum. Like the the Grant Morrison yeah. graphic novel, and you can just have an older version of the Joker, have William Dafoe's Joker in that.
1: There you go. Yeah, nailed it. That would be a. That would an And still have thing. Margot Robbie play free, play um, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. make it rated R, mm-hmm. and then they have that sick young younger woman, older man relationship. Uh, it, but it would be rated R, so it would just like yeah, crawl up people's skin the wrong way and stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm yes. an old man that That's loves all. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Kendrick Reed said, "What about Flavor Flav in the MCU?" Flavor,
0: flavor, flavor. Flav.
2: Yeah, I mean, boy.
0: Uh, I would say put Flavor flavor in the MCU as a vampire for Blade to kill in the
1: in the opening credits. Boom. There you go. Not all that. Just a cameo. <laughs> Just a candidate. Just see somebody flying, and he goes, yo! Or his his signature, wow! Yeah, why not? Yeah. (laughs) I watch Flavor of Love, so that was like the only... For a long time, I would say that was the only reality show I watched. Now my girl got me watching 90 Day Fiance and 90 Days the Other Way. Yeah. I mean, reality TV show rots your brain, man. It it does. This uh, this one ain't bad, because I'm like... You make fun of people making these poor decisions. Oh, so they're (laughs) that bad. You're just like, what the fuck are these people doing?
0: Wow. So it's like schadenfreude. (laughs) Like what? Schadenfreude. Basically, like getting, getting pleasure from other people's misery. I guess
1: like ah, oh, it sucks to be you I'm like, wow, like this dude, like what is wrong with these people? Because you got to You got to watch. My girl watches a lot of stuff that I watch. Mm-hmm. I got to give in and watch some stuff that she watches. And this one I actually got into. OK,
0: no, I was going to say like flavor of love. I remember watching it while back back in the day. Like it was, it was, uh, it was one of those shows that I, one of those reality shows that everybody watched. Like that was yeah. when um New York was on there, Tiffany yeah. Pollard, and there was like one scene, one moment where some woman shitted on the floor. That was I weird.
1: That. Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, that flavor of love, that that uh, well, that that kind of set our people back a couple
1: decades, but you know, we didn't know any better back then. They had to kiss him, bro. (laughs) He said they had to kiss him. And they did. There was actually a girl from that show in, from Rhode Island, on that show. Oh, who was that? Oh, I forgot her name. Like, she was one of those here today, gone tomorrow. And that's literally how long she lasted. She she lasted as long as that sentence on that show. (laughs) Literally here today, gone tomorrow. Wow. It was crazy. I was in traffic court and I saw her, too. (laughs) Dang. <laughs> I was like, "Why she look for me?" I'm like, "Oh my god, that's whole girl from Flavor of Love." It was crazy. Her time in Flavor of Love was so short mm-hmm. that nobody recognized her. <laughs>
0: I mean, you should have asked her for an autograph.
1: Nope, cuz I wanted to I didn't even get.
0: <laughs> hey, she would have she, she probably would have boosted her day like, "Wow, somebody knows me." Oh, this traffic court thing ain't so bad.
1: Yep. <laughs> hoops was bad though i love me some hoops but anyway um people like basketball i agree you know what i'm talking about (laughs) johnny depp as the riddler i approve because johnny depp has range yeah he does like johnny depp he he looks nothing like whitey bulger and they pulled it off they really did black mass yeah yeah, I started watching it at late at night and fell asleep, but I'm like, yeah. that was such a... And I was really into it. I really wanted to watch it. Yeah, it's worth finishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Depp as the Riddler. Yep. There should be a reality short co- show about traffic caught. Yeah, it's called Caught in Providence. Just look it up on YouTube, Kendrick. Really? Caught in Pro- You've never seen Caught in Providence? No. Judge Caprio? No. I've, I've dude, heard of it, but I've never dude, watched it. Dude, I watched that show just to see if I see people I know. Jesus, that's kinda of, that's kinda of sad, man, don't you think? What does it say about But Florida? you actually like <laughs> nah, but you'll actually like this? Like this show? Because he's a judge with a heart.
2: hmm
1: So he'll he be like he'll be letting people go. He's gone like completely viral. Mm. Wow. Shoot. Like people love Judge Caprio.
0: Well, I wish New York had a Judge Caprio so I won't pay six hundred dollars for that goddamn speeding <laughs> ticket last Tell year. Tell him why you're mad, Vic! Tell him why you're mad. Fuck Schenectady. For, for for that six hundred? dollars Are you serious? New York driving laws are so draconian, are so punitive. That you mean to tell me that you get, you're gonna bill me six hundred dollars? So three hundred from Schenectady and then three hundred from the state of New York, really? And I oh and I and I have two hundred dollars left on it, which I can pay. By you're
1: hand. still paying that off? Well, here's
0: the thing, New York. If if if, if you're paying a, a traffic uh, ticket from a speeding ticket from New York State from the state DMV. You can either pay um, pay it in one shot, or you can pay a hundred dollars once every year, so up to three years. Oh, okay. So they just sent me an invoice in the mail because it's up to a year now, almost. So I can I can pay two hundred dollars by the end of this month to get it over with, or just pay a hundred now and then pay the remaining hundred next year. I'm gonna try to get the two hundred over with right now. Cut like, <laughs> I, 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 that shit. Yeah, I, I want the I want the shit in my rear view. But yo, New York driving laws are so jacked up man yo they're trying to frustrate people into taking their their overused public transportation i see you new york i see you new york city you're
1: not that slick you was doing over 80 huh 88 yeah that's what Kendrick just asked he was doing over 80
0: (laughs) yeah i i did i did 88 miles per hour thinking that i can get i can make it to rochester on time turns out if you if you if you even if you go drive from here to Rochester or from Rochester here because it's like seven hours, yeah. Even if you follow the speed limit, it still takes the same amount of time.
1: <laughs> well, you did have like a uh, mishap that cut your uh, cut your time back short. Yeah,
0: it did. But but yeah, man. But yeah, man, I I despise New York State driving laws as much as Eddie despises motorcycle drivers and bicyclists. That
1: shit was hilarious. <laughs> Yo, like he said,
0: like fuck you to like every motorcyclist like related, related thing. I think someone someone mentioned Biker Boys. I think that was b- actually a good movie too. I I never seen it.
1: Biker Boys is like you watch it once and you're okay. I'm like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, did somebody mention Torque? Remember that?
1: <laughs> oh my god, the Fast and what was supposed to be the Fast and Furious of motorcycles? Oh my god, that's all that movie was. It was just a motorcycle answer to Fast and Furious with Ice Cube. You know what? You're right. It kind of was, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I don't even who the fuck was the other guy. That's how that's how memorable that movie was. Yeah,
0: man, Torque.
1: Who was that guy? <laughs>
0: Oh, speaking of fast and furious, did you see Hobbs and Shaw yet? No, not yet. Yeah. The, oh, do, do you know what it, do you know what the Japanese title of Hobbs and Shaw is? What is it? Wild Speed Super Combo.
1: <laughs> That's funny. That's like an anime title. Okay, hold on. Martin the the other guy is Martin Henderson. Who? Exactly. Well, he plays um he's best known for his roles for uh on off the map as dr ben keaton who uh he played nate dr nathan riggs in grades anatomy what and i grades anatomy you know they're still making new seasons of that show yeah it's amazing he played in smoking aces still haven't seen that really the first one the second one i can understand nobody really saw them second one
0: smoking aces had alicia keys right yeah in common uh
1: uh, hmm. I think he's Yeah, I think he is more Let me see Kick The Summer of My Deflowering Oh, it's a short film hmm. Wind Ring He played in The Ring I've seen The Ring But I've seen it once I barely um, remember it Skagorak Torque Bride and Prejudice Little Fish Flyboy Smoking Aces Battle in Seattle Cedar Boys Home by Christmas The Moment Devil's Not Everest is, Miracles from Heaven the strangers pray at night nope. Juveniles let's see he go to his t- Betty's brunch This is TV by the way he's done a couple of episodes of House he did one episode of House excuse me I, I um, I've seen House
0: map. but I don't know Virgin I, River I know nothing about the man's uh, body of work unfortunately
2: Okay
1: no, no. he was at, he played Britney Spears' his boyfriend in the Toxic video I did. There's, there's nothing okay. They even had an Asian by play by oh and a Hispanic person.
0: Oh, so I really was trying to be fast and furious on what it
1: was. Even had, Adam Scott was in it, was in torque. Oh, wow, he played an FBI agent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no kidding,
1: Matt Schultz. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yes, Christina Milian was in it. Yeah, they tried. Oh, God had the Fred Rostar. <laughs> oh god gotta have a rapper in it too
0: dang man i remember i remember him guest starring on moesha
1: this is best acting
0: yeah it really was that legitimately
1: was <laughs> so who would you say was a better actor federal star sticky fingers damn <laughs> that's like asking
0: if like oh my god <laughs> That's like asking which actor is less shitty. Uh, God, um, it's it's so, it's it's so close that like really none none neither answer is good. I would I'm gonna go with Sticky Fingers only because I've seen him in the Shield. I think he was in the Shield, even though he did that Blade series that had four episodes that went absolutely nowhere. I'll go with Sticky Fingers. Because he's the better rapper, in my opinion.
1: And you know what else he was in? What? Next Friday.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. He was a Debo cellmate, right?
1: Yeah, His brother, actually. Oh wow. Yeah, the Friday sequels were not good. But well, next Friday. Was next Friday fan. was funny. I actually recently watched it. Those those sequels, they they're not as memorable. They're not as um, impactful as the first one. Right. But they were still good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember Michael Blackson's scene in Next Friday. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I can't get jiggy with this shit. People still say that line. <laughs> and then Pinky. Yeah.
1: Man. Yeah, the,
0: the first Friday's a classic, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because I recently watched that one. was mm. like my go-to-bed. Mrs. Parker. <laughs> you know, all these years, and I was, wa- I was watching my girls, so I was like, you know, all these years I never noticed. Mm-hmm. Miss Parker ain't have no grass. I didn't notice it either until <laughs> that is, you know. it is the point of that entire scene. <laughs> she just wanted a single flower.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I, I want. want.
1: Miss Parker, Miss <laughs> Parker.
0: Oh, rest in peace. I'm going Bernie. to mommy's house, Depot. Oh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. We miss you. We do. Yeah, we do. Um,
1: two more, no, three more actually. Yeah. For my casting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Stefan Kapicic as Craven the Hunter.
0: Yep, I remember you mentioned that. That would be a wise choice.
1: Hugh Dancy as Moon Knight.
0: Hugh Dancy sounds familiar. I he, think I've seen
1: him. Oh God, I'm so glad I got this
0: Moon Knight.
1: He's done a. He's an English actor, um, known for his Criminal Profile, known for his roles. As criminal profile Will Graham and Hannibal, mm-hmm. um, stage play, he played Adam Rocky in the film Adam back in tw- 2009. He played, um, David Copperfield in the Mary series Daniel Deronda. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to his filmography. Uh, let me see. Have you seen? Oh, he was in Black Hawk Down, okay, as uh, Kurt Schmidt, uh, the 2004. Um, King Arthur, Shooting Dogs, L.A. Enchanted, Basic Instinct Two—they made a Basic Instinct Two.
0: Yeah, they did. It came out in O three. Straight to DVD? Nope, it was in theaters.
1: Get the fuck out of here! Really? <laughs> yeah, it was legit in theaters. Saving Grace? I've heard of it, never seen it. Jane Austen Book Club? Nope. Blood and Chocolate? Heard of it, never seen it. Confessions of a Shopaholic? Nope. Coach. The Wildest Dreams? Nope. Our Idiot Brother? Mm-mm. Martha, Ma- Martha Macy May Marlene? Oh, he was in that? Oh. Yeah, he played the character Ted.
0: Yeah, I've seen it once. I-, I wasn't feeling that movie too much.
1: He was nominated for that movie. He was nominated for a Gotham Independent Film Award for Best Ensemble hmm. Performance. Hysteria? Nope. Legends of Oz, Dorothy's Return? Nope. Poe? Nope. Joseph Pulitzer, Voice of the People? Nope. Late Night? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And also, uh, he disagrees with he didn't, you. Didn't notice because you were busy, stare, too busy staring at her ass. It was right there. Who said this? Tasha <laughs>
0: my
2: <girls>. <laughs> <laughs> Um.
1: Yeah. Uh. But okay. But if you look up, if you look up, um, Moon Knight you end up seeing it. And Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. I can see Kate Mara doing it. Yeah.
0: She would do a fi- fi- fantastic job. Like, if
1: she doesn't look exactly like her. Mm-hmm. It's all right. But with the red hair like she had in um, House of Cards, mm-hmm. I think she can knock it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And, I mean, and
0: hopefully it'll be a good video game-based movie. Th-
1: okay, then there it goes.
0: Yeah, because, you know, those are it's pretty cursed. Pretty, yeah. Like, there's only two good, two good video game based movies I can think of: 1995's Mortal Kombat, yeah, and 2006's Silent Hill. That is,
1: yeah. Cool. I never seen Silent Hill, but yeah, Mortal Kombat definitely. Yeah. You know what I want to do one day for a month straight,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is like four. We review bad video game. Well, I shouldn't say bad video game movies because they're all bad. Yeah. But we should just review video game movies, and I want to review the Mario Brothers movie.
0: Oh Jesus! Um, hey, I'm down for that episode, but I'm gonna have to pr- mentally prepare myself. We both will. Yeah. In fact, I remember uh, going to Newberry Comics the other day um, in Warwick. Yeah. And I saw a Blu-ray of Double Dragon, <laughs> and it was full price. It was like forty bucks. Who the
1: hell would want to pay?
0: I, I I kid you not It was like around 40 bucks Who the fuck would buy that
1: I remember the cartoon show Which was bad <laughs> I had fun watching it Early in the morning It came on early in the morning too It did
0: <laughs> Oh my god Let's see Double Dragon Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li Oh god uh, Any of the Yui e. Bull movies Take your pick House of the Dead I'm about to write these down um, Postal uh, blood rain <laughs> in Mario the name Brothers of the king double bra- double dragon uh we really
1: should like do just a month of bad just of video game movies just be and just roast yeah man uh, i like, just four
0: yeah just four cuz that's just all four, I just four just a month
1: just a month's worth mhm we got two already yeah wanna do mortal Kombat annihilation why not <laughs> too bad you Will die. You're an asshole for even quoting (laughs) that because that is awful. I saw saw
0: the clip on YouTube. I'm like, it's like I typed in like bad acting, and that was one of the first clips that came up. Gotta get one
1: more in. You gotta get one more in. Uh, I heard Silent Hill Revelation was horrible. I didn't know there was. I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, they, they made a second Silent Hill movie, and I heard that was trash.
1: Come on, there has got to be one more, one more good one, one more. Oh, you really got me thinking.
0: Let me see. Uh, Res- Street Fighter. Yeah, I mentioned Street Fighter earlier.
1: Why don't you just do that one? Then? Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, The Legend of Chun-Li.
0: I heard that was terrible. Oh, it was. Oh, good. Let's put that on there. Okay,
1: there <laughs> we go. All right. Why right, The Legend of Chun-Li. We will discuss when we decide to do this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah bring beer (laughs) uh he said doom oh doom i i I saw like a full video review of it which summarized the movie and it looked whack
1: oh even the rock acknowledge in the (laughs) hall of fame oh yeah i remember that as ways of torture they decided to show copies of the marine Mm -hmm. so everybody's like oh oh no 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 it's okay i made doom
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like Doom even tried to mimic the whole first person POV. They
1: had to, yeah, they had to try to tribute that somehow, yeah. some way. <laughs> I right, go on with your casting, cuz I'm done.
0: Yeah, um, for me, um, I'm thinking of uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, because uh, Green Lanterns needs a really good movie. Because the Ryan Reynolds one ain't doing it for anybody. Um, now <laughs> I'm doing it for Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> ah, as, as as evidenced by. Deadpool Thank you, too. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but I, would li- I would really like to see uh, a Green Lantern core movie. Now, I know DC had, had it scheduled for next July, 2020, but that's unlikely since hasn't, there hasn't haven't been any cast or any filmmakers attached. But if, but if it does get off the ground, I would like to see like, the following actors in these roles and as part of the GLC. Okay. So for Hal Jordan, I would like to see either James Marsden or Ryan Gosling as the green lantern. Ryan Gosling or I, James
1: Marsden? I would choose I would go with Gosling.
0: Well, Gosling has this, has the name power, so he could definitely bring in the bring in the the eyeballs. Yeah. But I'm st- I, and I and I really I'm a big fan of Ryan Gosling's work. I still I still say part of me says give James Marsden a chance, you know, cuz James Marsden's kind of like the Angelo Dawkins. Of comic <laughs> movies, like he, he and he's in he's in, he's, in, he's, in, he's in the uh, upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out next year. Yes, so I'd be fine with either, either one. Um, for John Stewart, oh, are you gonna say
1: something? I I heard that shit's going like that's going through hell right now.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like after BVS and Suicide Squad, they're DC panicked. They're like, oh shit, we, we gotta get this back in the drawing board, but they're 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 fighting their feet with wonder woman aquaman and shazam shazam was dope so i was talking about sonic oh oh yeah sonic sonic's
1: going through hell right now
0: oh yeah like they're trying all
1: the reshoots and stuff and doing everything over because yeah he has fans yeah but you know it it, it looked that bad it did look horrible it looked that bad yeah. And you know what? they they written... I know y'all hate this, but they reached out to ch- to us us child of the, children of the 90s. <laughs> We're using Gangsta's Paradise. hmm And I'm like, Gangsta's Paradise had nothing to do with... Me.
0: Nothing at all. They're like, Wait, what's, a, what's a popular 90s song? Oh, well, let's pick that one.
1: Coolio! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah. You might as well get Marky Mark and the
1: Funky Bunch, but... <laughs> I need to see Bach Wahlberg just go online and do a parody of that. Yeah. He came along. He has, but for him to actually do that, that would just be internet gold. It would.
0: And to be fair, I actually like the song.
1: I know you do. Yeah, I heard it the other day. Just I had no choice but to laugh.
0: <laughs> oh, The video was so douchey, too. Oh, my God. But but uh, for uh, Jon Stewart uh, as the Green Lantern, I would like to see either... Uh, Stefan James who was in um, If Beale Street Could Talk um, Shots Fired the miniseries on Fox and the upcoming 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman so, St- so Stefan James as Jon Stewart or Ster- Sterling K. Brown or Trevante Rhodes either one of those actors would do a fine job as Jon Stewart
1: Kendrick Reed says Lance Gross Lance Gross let me see let me look him up, Lance Gross as a Green Lantern. Yeah,
0: let me see.
1: Um, I heard Tyrese was in, was interested.
0: Oh yeah, Temp- Tyrese was trying to campaign hard body for, for the role. Yeah, I can see Lance Gross doing. it. Well, he does have the look as a John Stewart, and he's, but and and he is he's muscular. He's muscular. He is swole. But let's not forget that Lance Gross starred in Temptation. Confessions of a Marriage Counselor.
1: Yeah, and he was also in Tyler Perry's House of Pain, which is a show I, I really enjoyed. Why? Well, it brought back the whole old... Because remember, like for the, during that time, all you saw on TV was reality shows. Yeah. And Tyler Perry brought it back to like the old school sitcom of back in the day. So I was like, eh, it was fun. And like I said, those characters remind me of like met various members of my family. So that's what...
0: Okay, like sentimental value. yeah okay that's fair that's fair but uh but have you seen temptation confessions of a marriage i have it's it's hilarious it's
1: i honestly it was one of those movies like it was just kind of there i watched it just here today gone tomorrow type of thing
0: okay that's also fair but yeah that and acrimony those are those are the tyler perry movies he I, was can, in, I stand
1: behind i was saying like, he was in
2: acrimony
0: no nah, i was another dude but yeah like um but yeah, any of those actors could play John Stewart, and they're all and they're all fin- fantastic. Um, well, Lance Gross, I've only seen him in Temptation, so I can't really say that. Um, as far as uh, Kyle Rayner goes, who's the uh, another member of the main member of the GLC, I could picture Diego Luna as Kyle Rayner because he kind of has that like that that sensitive artistic side that the character has.
1: Diego Luna, eh? that's Ghostwriter, L- the new Ghostwriter, ain't it?
0: No. Diego Diego Luna, he's a Mex- Mexican Mexican actor.
1: Yeah, Diego Luna. He's the new ghostwriter.
0: He is? Oh no, no,
1: no, no, no. 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 Okay. No. I'm thinking
0: so. Much. Um so yeah, I could see him in that role. Um as far as uh uh Guy Gardner. Oh Guy Gardner, aka the the douchebag with a heart of gold in the green lantern core you need somebody who can play that a character who's who borders on unlikability but does have enough redeeming qualities that you can root for him and i can see joseph sakura from power playing guy gardner because he has the physique he has the tough guy don't fuck with me look mm-hmm. and he can, he can he can bring that rough rough and tumble like like well, Guy Gardner's not hood, but like kind of like that streetwise, uh, men- streetwise roughhouse mentality that Guy Gardner has. So Joseph Sikora can play Guy Gardner really well. I can see him. I could definitely see him in that in that role. Um, just looking at the comments real quick. Natasha says that Temptations was horrible. Yeah, yes, she hated it, that shit. Yes, it was. It was comedy gold, in my opinion.
1: I yeah, Tommy from Power.
0: Yep. And Acrimony was just lazy. Uh, no effort at all. Again, also comedy gold as well. Uh, the acrimony was just so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. Yeah, I know. You roasted it for Ooh. an hour. It, it was so much. I'm just yeah. like, yo, are you still talking? That's a Victor's Corner that I actually fast forward. It's okay. Because I was like, all right, like, I get it. You hated it. But nobody. Already- I had to break we- down
0: why. Like, the the, the the plot itself was just that, so. That
1: was just hate. But you spent.
0: Which is so bonkers, man. It's P. Henson is better than that. But you know, I guess she needed some pocket money.
1: No, she's good friends with Tyler Perry.
0: Okay, well. I guess she owed him a favor, I guess. But uh But yeah, um also uh uh the role of Simon Baz. Um Riz Ahmed can definitely play that role. Uh Simon ba- Baz and Jessica Cruz, uh they have their own uh they had their own uh um series called Green Lanterns, which focused on those two and uh so Simon Baz, Riz Ahmed can play that role and Jessica Cruz can be played by Gina Rodriguez. Um and Gina Rodriguez, she was also in a really interesting sci-fi film last year, Annihilation with Natalie Portman.
1: Wasn't she in the um Gina Rodriguez?
0: Uh Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she was also in Miss Bala. It was like an action film that came out earlier this year. Um also, uh for the uh for the for the Yellow Lantern Corps uh, Sinestro, who's the uh, big one of the big bads of the Green Lantern universe, I can definitely see Luke Evans as Sinestro. Um, I was going to say Mark Strong, because he did have the look, and he did play Sinestro in the Ryan Reynolds version, but the Ryan Reynolds movie was pretty bad, so you <laughs> can't, can't bring back Mark Strong for this one. But, definite, but he was awesome in, in Shazam, by the way. But yeah, Luke Evans as Sinestro, and his daughter, Saronic, um, who's, a, who's a compelling character in the Green Lantern Corps uh, uh, series written by Robert Venditti. I can see Ruby Rose playing uh, S- S- Saronic.
1: She needs something good because that Batwoman tra- trailer was awful. I actually didn't
0: see it. But she was good in John Wick Chapter 2, though.
1: This is John Wick. That movie, that series is just good, cool. But I'll, yeah. show, I'll, show you, I'll show you the Batman, Batwoman trailer afterwards okay it looked it was just like it it kind of just turned into a pandering mess
0: oh is is that is that streaming on like the dc's
1: streaming service supposed to be i believe
0: okay
1: yeah and uh
0: let's see and and i also had one more uh red dead redemption so
1: okay i just came up with two more castings okay so for a future Adams Family live action film, I know they're about to do an animated one. Yep. I want to see Rami Malek play Gomez. Ooh,
0: good choice.
1: And as a, as a callback to the original to the nineteen ninety to the nineties one, mm-hmm. Christina Ricci as Morticia.
0: Hey.
1: Hey, that would actually be really cool. She, I know she posted a picture of her. She posted a picture of her. Herself, like dressed up as Morticia Adams, mm-hmm. and people want it. Hey,
0: I, I, I would, I would love to see that actually. Rami Malek, Oscar-winning actor for Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: You st- yeah, please tell me you saw it yet.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: It's on. Uh, it's on HBO.
0: I don't have HBO anymore because of Game of Thrones. I'll bring it back when Insecure f- season four comes out.
1: October. October. Yeah. Yes. But no, nah, check out Bohemian. You would love a Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Okay, I still want to see oh. Rocket Man. That actually comes out on Blu-ray at the end of this month. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's, those are two excellent choices. Uh, Rami Malek and uh, Christina Ricci as Gomez and Morticia Adams, respectively. Whoa, that's dope. Yeah, that is dope. I like that. So so yeah, uh, Carl just showed a picture of Christina Ricci dressed as Morticia Adams. Definitely nails the look. And also, I also love, I always loved the relationship between Gomez and Morticia. Those was goals. Those was goals. Yeah. They still they still remained passionate, even being married all those years and having kids. They I still, still have the spark.
1: still have no idea what Karamiya means. I don't know either. Hmm. Oh, well. Love the movies, though.
0: Yeah. The movies are still, are, are still
1: good. Both of them. Yeah.
0: Adam's family values with the, at the summer camp. <laughs> Boom. Fives. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'll, to wrap up my casting, um, to 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 see a good uh video game based movie, Red Dead Redemption, um, I would like to see in the role of John Marston, um, either one of the following uh, actors, either Timothy Oliphant, who was excellent and justified, he could definitely nail. Timothy
1: Oliphant is a very underrated actor. He is. He really is
0: like justified. You should definitely watch that show. That's an underrated show.
1: I'm pretty. Didn't you give me the box set?
0: No, I didn't have. I, I, I didn't have the box set for that. No, you gave me the Shield box set. Shield, yeah. Um, but yeah, Timothy Olyphant, uh, Charlie Hunnam, or Robert Pattinson as John Marston. <laughs> like either one of those three. Uh, I said, don't sleep on my boy Robert Patts, Man, yo, Rob Patz is gonna knock it out of the park as Bruce Wayne. You mark my words. But any one of those actors as John Marston, they could definitely do it. Um, as uh, as far as um, Dutch Vanderland, the main villain of Red Dead Redemption, I could see Bradley Cooper playing that role. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, like kind of age him up a little bit because Bradley Cooper is, is such a fantastic actor and director. Um, also, uh, the, there's a character, Landon Ricketts, who's like an old-timey sheriff in Red Dead Redemption. Part Jeff Bridges. Either Jeff Bridges, but more so Sam Elliott. Because Nightingale Ricketts, <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Sam Elliott. Like the look and his, and his voice and the mustache. That's that's like perfect casting right there. So, yeah. Yeah, th- that's my casting for Red Dead, for a Red Dead movie. Yeah,
1: one thing I will never do. And I thought about this, too. I was like, a God of War movie. And I'm like, Triple H has the look. But if he he's just going to say, boy, and it's done, I will be done. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Cause he always says, oh. yeah. "Ugh." <laughs> man, nope. Man. I just killed killed it for you, huh? Yeah, I can't. see. The sh- look, especially while he's you know he's bald with the beard. Yeah. Look, got it. Oh yeah. Voice, nope. Yeah, and let's not
0: forget the Chaperone and Blade Trinity.
1: <laughs>
0: Good lord.
1: That's another month we should do too. WWE films. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shall we list Chaperone? The Chaperone. WWE produced movies.
0: Yep. Oh, man. The Marine. All six of them.
1: (laughs) You don't need to do all that.
0: Well, let's do the Marine. Let's do two of them. One with John Cena, the first one. And whichever one The Miz started.
1: I think that was the third. I think he came around for the
0: fourth. It was four. Because, like, Ted DiBiase was in. Ted
1: DiBiase and then Orton.
0: Yeah, it was Ted DiBiase Jr.,
1: Orton was actually in one? uh, Yeah, I think Orton did the Marine.
0: Oh, because I heard that, like... I know know a lot of real-life Marines objected to Orton being in the Marine because he he went AWOL. Because he went AWOL, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess they uh, found a way to fit him in. Becky Lynch was in in the Marine as well. The most
1: recent one.
0: Yeah. Dean Ambrose was in one. Or was it a separate action movie? I forget. It was
1: another action movie. Yeah. Dang. Knuckleheads with the Big Show.
0: Yep, knuckleheads. Oh, see no evil with Kane. God <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it, WWE. Let's see. Um, oh. uh, see no evil. Wait, wait a minute. What is this? As you're listing movies, I, I got to take umbrage at N- Natasha's comment here. She says that she can't get over hating Keanu Reeves. For shame. Well, hating never- Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I can't get over hating Keanu Reeves to watch any of the John Wick movies, but I do hear good things.
1: Ma'am, why, why do you hate Keanu Reeves? She doesn't like the whole... She, she don't like his voice. She don't like his voice. She just, his voice gets to her. <laughs> of all the things. The, the vo- what? She thinks he's horrible. Keanu Reeves is a global
0: icon and a national treasure.
1: Yeah, everybody likes him again. Yes. Cyberpunk,
0: uh, the 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 John Wick trilogy. We got Bill and Ted Part Three coming out next year.
1: You ain't looking forward to no damn
0: Bill and Ted. Not really, right. but um, I'll I'll check out the first two just for the hell of it. Um, Point Break,
1: yo, Point Break with Patrick Swayze, with Gary Busey. The Matrix. The Matrix by the Wachowskis. Yes. I gotta make sure I got good. By the Wachowskis. For a long time, it was Wachowski. With- Wachowski Brothers.
0: Yep. Wachowskis, now. Yep. Um, Let me see. What else? Hardball. I heard that was actually a decent baseball movie. He played a baseball coach. Yeah, you
1: know who else was in that movie? Bow Wow. And? No, Bow Wow just did the soundtrack. It wasn't in the movie. Oh, I thought he was. Who else was in it? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, snap. That was one of his early roles. (laughs) Yeah, um, like, like,
0: uh, okay, first of all, Okay, I gotta take umbrage. Re- you gotta read what she said? I gotta take umbrage at uh, Natasha's follow up comment. She says that he's horrible, mm-hmm. and like every other word that comes out of Keanu Reeves' mouth, is bro to me.
1: Yeah, she gave him the old Matt Riddle. Uh, first of all,
0: he's not Matt Riddle. Keanu Reeves, he's way m- He you, He deserves way more credit than what you're giving him. From, from all those aforementioned movies I mentioned to. Even even some good, even some some decent ones like the Lake House with Sandra Bullock. I heard that was pretty cool. Um, what else has he What else has he done? Oh my gosh! I know. S- Speed. Speed was a good one. Oh my god! Speed with Dennis Hopper and Sandra Bullock. Yo, that was one of the premier action movies of the nineties. You cannot tell me that movie did not make you feel whole. As it, wow, <laughs> dude, dude looked like he was a what eleven years old. Or what? Yeah, he was very little. Damn. Yep, another shot. Wow. I forget he was also in the first season of The Wire as well. Yep. Yeah. Dang. Man, he came a long way too. But oh my gosh. Like, yo, y- y- yo. You 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 will not who who are you to deny the greatness that is Mr. Keanu Reeves. One of the greatest thespians of our time. The man who, who blessed us. He didn't have to do it, but through his grace and mercy, he blessed us with one of the greatest action film trilogies this decade, the John Wick series. And we will be getting a part four. I will be there. I will, pay, I will buy two tickets just to watch John Wick chapter four. You need to step your game up, Miss. Okay? Respectfully. You need to get on. You need to get on the Keanu Reeves train, and recognize greatness when you see it. Bask in his glory. He has a
1: point. He said "whoa" a lot. Whoa. He
0: said it like one or once or twice. Don't don't exaggerate. Hello. <laughs> this is Chappelle show sketch. Come on. Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> Bask in Mister Keanu Reeves' glory, for he is limitless.
1: Speaking of limitless, yes, still didn't watch it, huh? Oh
0: shit, yo, son, son, listen, listen, I
1: got you. No, you don't.
0: Nah, no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, we got we got the NXT SummerSlam. I got the G One. I mean, I'll try to fit it in, but you know, I, I make no promises. But you know, I'm um, I'm I'm just sorry, man. It's gotta. Just got to put it out there. Oh, also one more Keanu Reeves movie. Well, he 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 did a extended cameo in this, and it's a cute little rom rom com on Netflix. Always be my maybe. Star. I heard about that. Starring Ollie Wong. It, it's a cute movie, but Keanu Reeves had a hilarious cameo in it. and You cannot deny him in that.
1: Oh, <laughs> she said my impression was on point. I.
0: Excuse me. Okay, uh, again, again. I'm I'm sorry, listeners. But I got, was, doing I, was I, doing. I I I I'm really debating. Uh, oh, I'm really debating, Natasha. Here, first of all, I do not sound like a member of the Beehive for Keanu. Okay, listen. I'm unlike the, oh, Beeh- unlike the Beehive. Unlike the Beehive. Unlike the Beehive, I am not a cult member. I do not follow the David Koresh of R and B. Okay. I happen to be appreciate talented actors who star in plenty of good movies that anybody, except you for
1: some reason, can enjoy. She said, yes, you do. No. Nope. Listen, listen, listen. Take it from me. Mm. This is an argument. We will not win.
0: I guess we'll just have to agree to, uh, to disagree. Yeah,
1: yeah. <sighs>
0: yeah. But. Because we. <laughs> I mean, because we, 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 are, we are running. We are running. uh <laughs> we are running over yeah we do we say i <laughs> get to question of the week yeah but but that's our dream casting right there so uh let us know in the comments or uh what or in, by email what you think of what your dream castings are are for whatever movies you can imagine uh Codex Prime Podcast at com.
1: all right question of the week last week was what was your favorite year in film mm-hmm Grandmaster Facts, I think he misunderstood the question, was if he's put Avengers in the game, but that's my biased opinion. And Shazam, so I'm guessing he means... 2019.
0: 2019
1: is his favorite year. Mm -hmm. And then Elise5544 says, The year I was born was the best year for movie and music releases. Releases Google it. It's amazing. 1984.
0: 84 had a lot of good movies. Amadeus, um, Ghostbusters. Uh, Once Upon a Time in America, uh, Broadway Danny
1: Rose, This is Spinal
0: Tap. Oh, man. It was a dope year.
1: Now, you said all that with a time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to get this week. I'm going to go into the realm of gaming. Okay. Who do you think is the most underrated video game character. Hmm.
0: Most underrated video game character. Ooh, it's
1: a tough one. Yeah, it was alright.
0: Um, I know for the, for the longest time, a lot of people would say Luigi. I
1: would say that too. Um,
0: but I'm trying to think of somebody different.
1: Oh yeah, Someone...
0: Hmm.
1: Underrated. Underrated. Uh, dang,
0: dang. That's something I really gotta th- sit and think about. Yeah, you got you got anything that comes to mind?
1: Uh, I'm um, right now. I'm thinking of some fighting games. For one, f- for Street, I probably would have to go to. And odds are, probably by next week, this would change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would have to go with Faye Long from Street Fighter. Okay. Hmm. Why Faye Long? Oh, ah, yeah. he just had that. Even though he was just a complete Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee knockoff, because mm. well, everybody every game has to have a Bruce Lee knockoff. Yeah. I just think like he he he. I was he was actually pretty good. Hmm. He was a pretty good character to play with.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I pl- the the few the handful of times I played Street Fighter, I play I picked him sometimes. It was pretty cool. Yeah. What's up?
1: No, I'm just waiting for you to answer. Come
0: on. Uh, let me see. Underrated
1: characters.
0: Dang. Um. Hmm. Well, now, now, would this also would this include just characters who were consistently who made more than one appearance in different video games?
2: No, no.
0: Uh, I don't know if this would qualify, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm gonna say Gino from Super Mario RPG. Um, Gino was a badass character, and he was actually my favorite character in the game because he was actually one of, I think, the most powerful character. And he, I think, he only made that one appearance in that one game. Which is too bad because, well, because like I mean, Square SquareSoft like developed it too. So yeah. I would have liked to see him in, in, in more games, maybe like even Super Smash Brothers, or just make him appearance here Man, and there. Nah,
1: they put everybody in Smash Brothers.
0: Yeah, I would say Geno
1: from Super Mario RPG because I really can't think of anyone better. Watch, by the time this mic these mics go off, boom, they're all gonna come to mind. Yeah, probably. Because that's usually what, that's usually what happens to me. Mm. I'm like, damn, I should have said this. Yeah. But, yeah, that'll be on our uh, social medias within a day or two. Mm-hmm. Also, you can catch, yep, it'll be on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can catch all our episodes on uh, iTunes. Please leave us a five-star review. Um, SoundCloud, YouTube, and now Spotify. Yep. Yes, indeed. You can also email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All your thoughts and whatever, you, whatever your heart's desire, let us know.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: And next week. Yeah.
0: And uh, next week, uh, we will have the UWO talking, breaking down uh, NXT TakeOver, uh, SummerSlam. Um, We might even break down a bit about the G1 finals because it is going to be taking place soon if we can fit in the time. Um, So, yeah, uh, UWO, they'll come in minus the Iconics crowns. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just because you said that, they're gonna wear them.
0: That's okay. I mean, I mean the the iconics. You know, they're they're pretty much in Panthers Cowboys territory at this point. So not at know. all. But
1: what if it, well, you know what? What's up? What if somehow they just make some type of challenge and then they just like do a quick little squash match against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and end up winning the belts back? That that would be offensive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it you guys all so much. <laughs> But yes,
0: um, but yes, uh, debates and burials. Yes, debates and burials. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Also, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So like I said, thank you all so much for watching, listening. As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. And watch more Keanu Reeves films.